Hey, what was the last thing he just said? Something about it bends. <laughs> for sure not. I was talking about Velcro that I added to the inside right, what of do my dog. You added what do you Velcro? got for your fucking side note? Oh, no, no, no. I just, <laughs> I just realized there's a shit ton of new titles and backward compatibility Xbox. You really weren't paying a goddamn bit of attention to anything we were talking about. You are scrolling through I, other news stories. Let's <laughs> find something... Let's find something else to fucking talk that's about here. Side note. Let's fucking Nintendo switch my ass. To the Emergent Gamer Podcast. This is Felix Hergood. We got a little skeleton crew going on here. A little bit skeleton crew. I mean, this is where it. This is where it began. This is where it mm. began. I'd have, to, I'd, I'd have to leave actually if it was really. Well, where it began. sure. That that would be a skeleton crew. Uh, I was the first that, guest actually. I take it back. I'm back in. Right. I just I mean, downloaded we, all of those episodes. We've done two man episodes where we've just had a conversation with one another for an hour and twenty minutes. That's the skeleton crew. The, those episodes started on a site that people out here listening might be familiar with. That started on Mediafire. Do you remember mm, that? Yeah. And I I just got a thing asking me to renew Mediafire, and uh, I said whoa 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 because it's expensive. Is it went it? up. It's like eighty five bucks or something like for that the, for yeah. a year. Um, for I mean, it's a lot of storage. It's like it's really beneficial. It's like a terabyte for Ooh, who, what the fuck? I don't know. But we Media had fire. I, I looked on there. Sponsors. I was like, I wonder what's it's on like Media. I, no, I said, I wonder what's on Media Fire. Well, you know, I logged in. I knew we all the old ones? The show. Were there? Did you have episode it's one? Like episode uh, the pre episodes were on there, and then episodes one through eleven. Wow! Were, I would love or to. Go, I would love to re-listen to those. We're on there, and um, it'd be good for like five minutes, and you'd be like cringing. Probably. Oh, because I we got so drunk on the pre episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The first episode that we recorded, I'm pretty sure we drank half a bottle of scotch. Yeah, oh, I think we amazing. did. So drunk. Yeah, we were really bombed. Um, but we should, yeah, was, new, we should do cool. a second podcast every week where we're just like fucking blacked out. <laughs> Seriously, Talk, like have the B podcast and have the blacked out version. Oh God. So I I downloaded all of those, so we have those. Yeah. You know, backed them up and everything. Um, and so we'll have those for posterity. Mm, oh, we got to put them up somewhere. They're not anywhere. Yeah. You, you couldn't find them. That'll be it. That'll be it. Maybe someone gets that if they if they help us out in some way. Yeah, sure. that'll be yeah. a little little present. Or yeah, you can just, get you can get the pre tapes. You know, or we just keep them and, and uh, sit down with the grandkids one day. Right. Listen to these. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. It's kind of like having like the VHS version of of your favorite DVD or Blu-ray. Yeah. You know? But uh, but yeah, it was. Um, it was it was cool. So I got rid of Mediafire. Good. That's gone. Good. <laughs> Gain that expense back. Um, so what are we doing here? Is this episode 120? Yeah, this is episode <laughs> 120. Did you guys even say your names? You didn't say yours no. either. I said Felix Sergeant. Did you? Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah I, I think I did. I think you did. Did he? Yes. All right, this is Lock and Key. There's Lock and Key. And this is Trip Zero. And there's Trip Zero. What's up? We're here, 120. Yeah, so um, you, uh, you've been playing um, something, you've been playing a little Andromeda, have you? I have, I have. Um, can you can you put to rest yes. definitively yes. The, um, all, the, all the talk that's out there, please, from, from someone who's actually playing it, not someone who's, 
just just paid to write for the right. internet and get yeah. people mad. So I've I've expressed my frustrations. I think mainly to you two and maybe to some some others about um, the reviews that Andromeda has been getting. And uh, there are some justifications for some of the things that have been said about the game, um, which I'll get to. But um, it is a great game. I mean, I, I I don't really know what else to say. I mean, I think it's it's pretty it's pretty fantastic. It's a great evolution of every other Mass Effect game. Um, it is very much a shooter. So Mass Effect One was very RPG based, um, and they kind of went away from that and kept some RPG elements, but went more to like the shooter style. And this is an even more evolution of that, but. They added a lot of things to the game that made it way better than previous generations. Um, and, I mean, I'm having a ton of fun with it. So the the main thing that people are complaining about is the um, facial animations. So um, if you've played a Bioware game before, they're not known for this. So I don't know why anybody's complaining about it. But they're essentially, it just really came out at a, at a poor time when you had a game like Horizon Zero Dawn that looked... Very faces, realistic faces looked real and good. looked fantastic. And then this came out, it kind of looked like um, like a, a drastic difference between playing like an N64 game and like a PlayStation 2 or 3 game. Like yeah. that's like the difference in, in <clears throat> facial animation and realism. But it's no different than a game like Skyrim or a game like Fallout, like any Bethesda title where the animations, the facial animations, the realism of the character is not the reason why you're, you're playing the game. You're always kind of like, ooh, when you're watching right. people talk. Um, exactly. Yeah. Like. It's not, they're, they're never great, but you know that going into it, that's not going to be the benefit or the reason why you're playing it. Um, so some, some good things that they've added into this, which I think have been way better than previous games is the side missions. So I've played a total of, uh, 24 hours so far in the game and I'm 27% of the way through the game. Okay. Via the save file. Um, and the way that it works now is, yes. You, you bought it on, um, Xbox one, Xbox one. Yeah. Um, I was going back and forth on whether or not to do it on PlayStation or um, now that I have to make those decisions. Yeah, I want to talk to you uh, about our next point. I, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, I don't know about that yet. Yeah. Don't, don't you dare. <laughs> um, um, so the way that this game works is the way it's different from previous Mass Effects is the first trilogy took place in the Milky Way galaxy, our galaxy. This game takes place in Andromeda, which is a galaxy 900 light years away. So the game opens with you waking up from, like, insert any sci-fi movie where you go into a deep sleep hibernation sure. and you wake up in a new galaxy. Mm -hmm. And you are responsible for settling the next human colonization. What's the word? Colonization? That's the word I was looking for. Um, in a new galaxy. Of course, things don't go this the way that no. it was supposed to be planned. No, But never. the way that the game pans out is you get each planet that you land on to 100% viability as a planet for, oh, for as a um as a colony or as right. a, like a little organ uh, like settlement I don't know <laughs> settlements <laughs> outposts thank you yeah. settlement is what I was trying to say God is this like a settlement settlement building system similar to no. Like Fallout no it's not you don't create your own but one is created up there you got you got a little excited you build some settlements but you can you you build an outpost or the game builds an outpost for you and then you maintain it and make it thrive give it like defense and 
Kind of, kind yeah. of. Okay. So there's side missions that poke out from around that, but you'll land on a planet that, okay, so the one planet had radiation. You settle an outpost, you do some missions, you solve some puzzles, the radiation starts to decrease, and the viability of the planet goes up. Then you go to the next planet that I just completed, which was an ice planet, which has, um, obviously, temperature warnings. You settle an outpost, you do some missions, solve some puzzles, I'm making it very generic, and sure, then sure. the temperature decreases of the planet. And it becomes more viable. Okay. Um, and you, as you go on each planet, there's a ton of planets. Some of them you don't land on. You just you can send out probes for minerals and things like mm-hmm. that. But the planets that you do land on start at like zero percent viability, and you have to, of course, make it flourish. Are there planets that are harsher than others and take longer to make viable? Yes. Okay. So like That's cool. That's the cool. first one that I was on, the first planet. Um, I say I got to 75% of the 75% completion in like almost my first playthrough. Mm-hmm. The the third planet that I landed on, Vold, which is the ice planet, um, took me probably like 10 to 12 hours to get it oh, to wow. where it's at now. Okay, um, and that's because also the the uh, environments are harsher. Like if I get out of my vehicle and I'm in a cold temperature, I have my health bar. But I also have the elemental bar of me, like, getting too cold. So I need to find a heat lamp or hop back in my vehicle and drive. So, like, you can't do as much outside of these planets. Yeah. Um, I like that that aspect. It's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, is it revolutionary? Is it, like, no, it's not. Is it, like, this groundbreaking new way to play gaming? No. But I think it came out at a poor time, and I think people are overly... Um, negative about it. And to what you mentioned before, all of the reviews are the same. So I'm pretty sure like five critics played it and then 25 critics wrote about it. Yeah, yeah. All using the five critics that might have played but it. But I watched like the same footage and were like, oh, right. why would I play this? Why would they make this game? It's 2017. I have Fuck. yet to hear, hear from someone that has played it that didn't like it or didn't continue playing yeah, it. Yeah, everyone um, that... The, that I know that's playing it has just been raving nonstop about the game. And I think, so, and then there's like small things that they added. So they added a jet pack. So now the game's vertical. No Mass Effect has ever been vertical like that. Mm. So you can climb and mount things and climb buildings and like there's more wet, there's more like containers that you can open throughout the planet. So there's, there's like treasures you can find and things like that. So, you know, it's small, but if you're a fan of Mass Effect before, you would love it. Or if you're just a fan of, like, a space drama. It's all it really is. It's like playing Battlestar Galactica, but you're playing it in a video game sense. So I love space. I love RPGs. Mm. I've always loved Bioware. So it's, like, a perfect, you know. And then there's romance plots, which is great, because right now I'm wooing a a woman. She's she's blue. No, but so here's my plan. Blue. I was going to say, so Cor- some aliens, man. So, Get out there. So Cora is the woman that I'm going after. I've got to complete her loyalty mission before I could own her. But there is a blue alien that doesn't care if you're in a relationship. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, oh. gonna to meet her after. And then you're okay. in Witcher Town. Yeah. You're in the old... Nova so I don't, I don't think... I think that's the most you can do unless there is a... Um, There's no space warehouses? No. Oh. No. Just, you know, you're on a ship. I, heard the the crew. Se- I never played it, but I heard the sex scenes in The Witcher DLC are the best. The DLC yeah. ones? Yeah. Snatch was telling me that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, the next thing that I want to talk about is um, there is an update 
coming. Bioware has released um, official changes um, coming to a in a patch releasing to fix the weird face. No, yeah. no, they're doing really? facial animation fixes. Whoa, so, I thought they, they put out a statement like as soon as the game came out where they're like, this is the game you're getting. So this is, this is what it says. Um, in addition to allowing players to skip ahead when using the galaxy map to travel between planets, the patch includes an increase to the inventory cap, fixes for riders moments, so I guess that's like cutscenes, mm-hmm. riders your character, and visual improvements for the eyes of Asari and human characters. The update includes a host of other changes as well. So what they show here, uh, more options and variety in the character creator, improvements to hair and general appearance for characters, ongoing improvements to cinematic scenes and animations, improvements to male romance options for Scott Ryder, adjustments to conversations. Um, Studio is looking to add more cosmetic items to the single-player campaign free of charge and plans to further build upon the multiplayer experience over the next couple of months. Um, so they're adre- directly addressing some of the frustration, which is good. Wow. Because um, most corporate, most developers would not do something like that. I think um, the the statement I was talking about was like the day it came out or the day before when everybody was only playing EA Access version. And they were like, yeah. no, there isn't another version. Right. This is what you're getting. They did say that the day one version is the same version that they were playing. And at the time, there were no plans on right. making any updates. It's, it's good they're reaching out there. Um, I mean, like I said, I That's think... That's the only qualm. It can only go from a really good game to an, like an incredible game. game so. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard much about the the end game. I know that's been some complaints about some previous Mass Effects, whether or not the, the storyline and how it ended was, was... You know, that's how... Like, Mass Effect 3, the ending of that was, like, one of the most botched endings, apparently, to, to some of the fans. I didn't mind it that much, but... Um, so I haven't heard any frustration about that, but overall as a game, um, it's pretty great. I mean, I did a boss fight today, a bigger boss fight that's been in any other Mass Effect was this huge flying, um, machine, uh, size wise. It was like Shadow of the Colossus type, like character scale. Um, and I was, I was streaming that and I mean, I, I've been, I've been enjoying it. It's been great to play that solo and then, um, which will lead me to the next point, playing Destiny with some friends again. You, uh, you definitely think being an experienced, uh, across the entire gamut Mass Effect player, you definitely think the other three games are necessary to play this game. Absolutely not. There is no reason for you to play the original trilogy. Really? This takes place like... I don't because you had originally that's a pivot because you had originally said you should. So you should because they're great games. You don't no, need it. to for the to play this game. This game takes place. I I could be butchering it, but this is how far out. It's like five hundred years in the future from where the original trilogy takes oh, wow. place. So this is completely disconnected from the original trilogy. Is that because of the hypers- hypersleep? No, well, that would be some of the reason, sure. No, I'm but saying, the, was it that amount of years that the character was in hypersleep? Um, I think just base where you start, where the where the story starts before you even travel to Andromeda, it's that far in the future. So, oh, like I they see. they don't want to make people have to play three games before getting to this because no one would do it. Yeah. So they like they'll throw in like. You'll find a data pad of a character from the original trilogy, and you'll read it. And it's like a like, wink, a nod. Yeah, like five hundred years ago, references if you get them. But it's not like you wouldn't. There's nothing like where you're like, "Fuck, well, what did that character mean when they said that?" You know what I mean? So there's okay. there's none of that. Um, so I think um, it's 
great for players that have played Mass Effect. It's a great game to get into if you've always wanted to play one. Um, and if you if you have it on Xbox, the, the original trilogy is backwards compatible, so you can always go and back and play the original trilogy. I do have two of those. Um, you can always do that as well. But I just really wanted to air out my grievances with the critics because I think, like I said, they're being completely unfair. Sure. Um, but I mean, overall on Metacritic, I was just looking at it. It's like at a 78, which is pretty great. So I think a lot of the reviews were coming from like your Game Informer, your IGN, like some of the big gaming websites where they'll just write some scathing article versus people that are like actually giving it a score. And then everybody and then, reads the, the headline and based right. on that, yeah. Can I quickly print a retraction from our previous episode? You want to print it? Print it in my words. Mm, okay. Print it. Uh, the ending to Iron Fist was kind of butt. Mm. Okay. What am I going to say? Probably, I mean, hopefully nothing else. Let's it was it. great all the way up until like episode eight, and then after that it just went downhill. Yeah. I can be specific, but... You shouldn't. I'm not going to. <laughs> Good. On a gaming podcast. Yeah, no. That's a fair point. I, I was very specific on the previous <laughs> episodes of our gaming podcast. You were. I don't need to be now. No. I, like, I'm don't, sorry. I like, don't want to say... Just, I don't want to say anything. Just don't. <laughs> Next. Next. Let's move over to Destiny for a few minutes. Are you mm. mad at me? Am I mad at you? Why? Yeah, I, I just want to know if you're mad at me because I've been... Uh, I've been cheating on you with my PlayStation 4. No. You sh- I would never be mad at you. I've been over there streaming, playing. Look at him with his, with his eyes down. Like, like playing guilty. with a table. Like, yeah, I've been over Listen. there with my friends. <laughs> playing. Picking Not even cl- with my are friends because he should are, be with me. Are you, he- mad at, are you mad at me that I've completed the raid multiple times because there's plenty of people to play on Xbox and you're holding your dick in your hand playing on your <laughs> PlayStation? Are you mad at me? Why is that still the case? I'm so I, confused. Well, you... You chose the wrong console to play on again. No. Did you get in touch with, with me or the people that I play with? <laughs> no. Well, then, right. then, then we have nothing to complain about. Then what are you doing? Oh, no, no. I played with you one day. One day. Yeah, but there's also an entire crew of people that also play this game. Yeah. They finished the raid. They got through it. Every I couldn't it because online, of my schedule. They weren't there. Any, but... time, any time it went on, they weren't there. <laughs> I wish I had more I played with these. Friends. I just played with these the whole time. Look, All right. Look, listen. I'll, I'll, we'll chat. Give you some people. We'll get you out there. Okay. okay. Here's here's what I'll say about the Destiny update. Um, I have not yet done the Vault of Glass. Came out today, right? Yeah. The remake to the Vault of Glass. Oh yeah, because today's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday is the reset day. So I did the Crota raid. Uh, the Crota raid is still a buggy, awful fucking raid. And they're gonna um, they're gonna come back again. They're gonna cycle through it and do different yeah. challenges each. You week. can you can play once they happen. You can play that at that level, right? Um. I would imagine so. There's just, just no challenge, challenge, so you can't get any... The weekly featured, whatever it is. Right, so you can't oh. get any of the exotic, so, adept versions of the regular weapons. Yeah, yeah, So just on the... What do they call that map? Which, oh, that's that super an, specific. No, I was asking Trip Zero. That, but still, though. Because it's that, a lore-based thing. That, the map, that, that style of map that they have in Destiny with all the, the world icons all over it, that has a name, and I can't remember. I read it in like the, the article. Like the developer... Developer, but no, it's a type of map. It's a style of map. Right, that the developers would use when they were designing it. Yeah, like, yeah. we're going to do this. Like, what you're talking about where you can go and click on anything yeah, and, yeah. like, all of that. With your reticle, like, the... Yeah. Yeah, they call, call it, it that. Some, it's a type the, of map or something. The game calls it the director. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. 
I'm thinking of the that, name. That's the director. That's Destiny. That's, that's Destiny's a, name. That's a, yeah. That's a, okay. Yeah. So it's like open the director, go to Mars. Yeah, that's what I was mission. referring to. Yeah. That's what I was referring to. So, uh, so you're saying anywhere in the director, okay, uh, where you see like the vault of glass, the traditional place where the vault of glass is located, that is now the the higher level vault. Correct. Of glass. You can select. There's the no level. existence of the lower level vault of glass. No, anywhere. there probably is because there might be players that are still at that. I still got to get a year one vest. Oh, 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 I gotta dive oh, in when you go that. to Vault of Glass and you pick it, you can yeah. pick the lower level right. tiers. I see. Um, so I completed Crota um, on two characters. It is what it is. It was really just to say I did it. Um, but it's not fixed. It's still, no, no. It's it's still the buggiest. It's still cheat it. No, you can't cheat it. They've patched all of that oh, you have to actually complete it. Oh, you have to do but it. But it's still glitchy as all hell. Um, like with some of the the bugs. So the two, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but the two uh, challenges for uh, Crota that you had to complete was um, the third section of the raid, of the raid, which was the witch part, the right, death right before the death center, yeah. right before Crota. You had to run out the bottom, right? You know how you run out the bottom and yeah. then you make your way up, and she's above you. Yes. You had to kill everything inside of that room. End her in two minutes or under. That it's was hard. was difficult. Um, that was the one challenge. And everyone is playing at four hundred. Uh, it's three ninety, but no, it's, it's your team. Oh yeah, everyone was at four hundred. And then the crota was um, you had to rotate who had the sword, and that person couldn't drop the sword either when they had it in their possession. Um, that took us the longest to complete because that fight alone is so glitchy. Like he won't kneel or he'll kneel on like a, you know, uh, a lag, even though he has no shield and he'll or, hit, still hit the person. Yeah, or all of a sudden he'll be standing and swing at you. And, yeah, or he'll run to the side like last second or like a random knight will spawn. So it's just, it's not, now, it's not a good raid. Was everybody going into that? All five or five other members of the team comfortable using a sword? Um, not really. Not I really. mean, yeah. not not people that were were used to running it, but they all understood the mechanic. Yeah. Um, it took us until it got to me, which I would have been the. Uh, so let's see. Uh, Terry did it first. Then Terry Toughass. Terry Toughass. Um, Neo Martyr did it second. Uh, Sam did it. Th- so it was the fourth. Four out of six. It took us four rotations to kill Crota. Um, but at that point, the fourth rotation, when I was hitting him for the last time, he enraged. So you can't really go past four rotations. So if, 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 you ha- if you're with other people and four other people are stronger and you still suck at it, you might not have to do it. But there needs to be four people comfortable um, in order to try and complete it. Because enrage for that is just... Constant oversoul, right? The yes. big moon thing is just always mm-hmm. appearing. Yeah. Well, the also for the challenge this week, um, the oversoul spawned after every down for him. If, if oh, he, yeah, so every no single matter time. what, they yeah. spawn the oversoul. But okay. in in the other, in once he enrages, it never stops coming. Mm-hmm. Like even if he's up and shielded, it still happens. Yeah. Um, but what I wanted to get to with the Destiny update is like. It feels nostalgic for a little bit, and then it's like, why am I doing any of this? The game's ending. <laughs> I think it's coming out in September. That's what I was yeah. just about. To so, say. so like, it's fun because like, I still want a new Fate Bringer. I still want a new Mythoclass. But like, so what I what I found was like when it first came out, I was logging in and like doing stuff still like solo. And then I was sitting there one day, and I was like, I don't give a shit about any of this. Yeah. And like, 
I don't anything that like playing the Crucible is going to get me is fucking irrelevant now. Like, because it's not going to matter. Well, it's not even about four hundred. It's like, what am I grinding for when I know the game has a life, an ending life of September? Yeah. Right. So, like, yeah. what? So, actually, sh- earlier than that, if you tragic. plan on playing the beta and hopping in to right. get used to what two is going to be, it's true. So, I, um, it just I'm sad. It. Don't be, man. We we know there's bigger, better things to come. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, and we'll get to Destiny Two in just a second, but like, sure, like I still really want to go in and do Vaults of Glass again at the higher light level. I want to see what my loot is, but like, what I was getting at when I was saying I play Mass Effect when I have no one to play with, like before I would log into Destiny and play solo and do Strikes or Crucible and be completely entertained and happy with what I was doing. But I found myself doing these things, getting packages and leveling up all these things, and I was like. Why am I spending, like, three hours doing this for what? Right. There is no... Like, I truly don't care about the book. Like, the em- the new emblems are really cool, don't get me wrong, but, like, don't really... Like, none of these things matter, you know? Like, if you had nothing else to play or do with your time, maybe. But there there's, still there's... is nothing better, like, doing a six-person raid with your friends. Like, that's still really fun, but if you don't have that collectively... Like, what are you really doing with the game right. at this point? And there's so much else out there to yeah. play in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they brought people back. I think there's probably a larger player base playing it right now versus, like, yeah, for sure. a few weeks ago. Um, but we know the game's ending, right? So we'll get into the next topic, which is Destiny 2 has officially been announced, um, which... That was still speculation last week for us, right? Yeah, we knew they were going to talk about it, but all we had to go on was the little trailer of right. of, of Cade the robot sitting at the bar drinking. Yes, which was fantastic. That was so good, dude. Um, There's already so much more like charisma to this yes. game than than anything that ever existed in, in Year One Destiny. Or, so yeah, base game Destiny. And even really, I mean, the dialogue got great with got better with some of the updates, but that trailer still had better dialogue than the, the Taken King storyline is the best. It is storyline. Yeah. Iron whatever was was really underwhelming, but it was. There's some really good uh, Firefly reference dialogue um, in one or two of the um, new update. Uh, uh, the change there was a change to one of the I believe it's the uh, the Shadow Thief. The Shadow Thief strike now has Siva in it. Mm. Do you okay. guys, are you guys aware of that? I mean, it would be um, in the update. That might have been the April. I'm Could have been. I don't know. But, but like the, but the I noticed one. I hadn't noticed it before, but there's before. there's dialogue between the actress who plays Ikora and the actor Nathan Fillion who plays Cade, mm-hmm. and they clearly made a reference, I believe, to Firefly. Because mm. they were cool. both on Firefly, mm-hmm. yeah. and they were like a love interest. There was like this thing where he says something like, he's like, remember those days back, you know, when we were like on the ship? You know, yeah. or something and like I, it totally ringed like it would have fit in it Destiny fit, but there's like layers if fit, you know the yeah, fact like it would have fit in show. Destiny or Firefly yeah 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 it was really cool um, so we know now officially that the game will be coming out for both PlayStation 4 Xbox One and PC mm-hmm. um, we don't really know much more than that besides of course PlayStation 4 is going to be getting exclusives first at least for the first year, again, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, Every exclusive was under that same deal. Yes. In, in Destiny 1. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's still things that had never made it to Xbox that are on PlayStation, I'm almost positive. Still? Really? No, mm-hmm. I don't believe. I'm pretty sure. 
Like what? I, 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 it's a great question. I don't know. I don't play PlayStation. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I heard rumblings of things that still have never made its way over to Ooh, I'm curious now. Um, Xbox. We can you, see guys got, you guys got the Jade Rabbit, right? I don't know what that is. Yes. Yeah. I have the Jade Rabbit on, on, on the Xbox. It's a, it's a Scott rifle. Scott um, rifle. Never heard of it. Big. I'm not. It's okay. Not important. Yeah. I got <laughs> it. It's a great I, gun. I got it on the Xbox. Um, which I don't know how I feel about it coming to PC. I've said this from the beginning that I don't necessarily agree with the decision to bring it to PC. Um, unless they are going to be the first game that does cross compatibility play between everything. Um, I think they're splitting the player base, which is not a wise decision. Um, I don't see, um, them being able to do cross compatibility play for, for uh, player versus player reasons. So maybe they do it for PVE and not PVP, but it would be unfair for PC players to play against console players in crucible. Um, if there is a crucible, because we know the story lore doesn't really make sense now, um, as to why there was a crucible. Um, you know what I'm talking about? So Crucible was was there yeah. for you to train for an invasion. Oh, and then Destiny Two, the invasion happens. Right. So, what is the lore justification to why the Crucible is a thing? So, unless they rebrand the player versus player into something else, um, or rework why it still exists, I'm sure they will. I'm sure. I don't think that's too much it. of a stretch. Like it's, it, they can still say, "Oh, we still got to train wherever we are now because we got to be ready in case right. it happens again, again." So it is exciting because we do get, we're going to have a Cabal raid, mm -hmm. it looks like. Which oh, the have, one. Have yeah. yet to have for Destiny 2. That was the, like, the long rumor. Remember like Comet expansion that was on that leaked yeah. like, cell phone picture of a board meeting? Mm -hmm. That had like the... Um... Jason Schreier uh, wrote a great article for Kotaku. And in that, he talked about Comet. The Comet, and he talked about how um, Destiny 2 was... Like that, th somebody from the de the Destiny team who didn't work there anymore. This was around the time Taken King came out. Mm -hmm. He wrote this, but how the uh, Cabal raid was being pushed to Destiny Two, and that's a part of the plan. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we know uh, from watching the trailer for Destiny Two that uh, the story is going to be taking place outside of um, the tower. That the tower has been invaded by the Cabal, um, and the Guardians have fled. Um, realistically, everybody has fled. Guess we couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't fight them off. Um, doesn't make sense to me. I mean, we've literally killed everything, but some we, we fucking, killed a, a time a lord god. machine and gods and but an old guy that just here takes comes your some soul fucking out and fat cabal with a shield, and he took a, took down the we whole tower. We gotta get the fuck out of here. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't but make sense. Not gonna really hey, argue that. It's cool. Um, I'll read. I'll read the Grimoire cards and interpret it for you guys. Yeah, that's, <laughs> thanks, they'll, dude. They'll wrap it around somewhere. Um, I did like that they put a story reason for all of your stuff not to transfer over. That that, they, that the tower got blown might up. Might be my favorite part of the trailer when he's like, yeah. "Your stuff is gone." Yeah, <laughs> just, like, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. laying it all on the line right yeah. there. Don't worry about your fucking Galahorn. You're not getting it, right. no matter what. Did he say that? No, he, no, he didn't name it. That. No, that's yeah, all. Any gun you like, yeah. it's gone. Forget about it, you know? Which is after watching that was like when I was like, okay, what am I still doing on Destiny? What am I doing? Right, None of this right, shit right. fucking matters. Yeah. Um, so I am I am hopeful for Destiny 2. I'm excited, of course, for Destiny 2. Um, I'm now plagued with the problem, which I know is what you wanted to ask me. Am I going to get it for PlayStation or am I going to get it for Xbox? Is that what you're going to ask me? Sure. 
Um, I want to know if I have to buy it on two consoles. Um, I'm divided between you two. I'm sorry, man. If you guys can't make a decision to play with each other, then I have to buy it on two consoles. Well, he I, I don't blame him for wanting to get it on PlayStation, just like he He's doesn't got, blame me for wanting to get it on Xbox. You guys have There's networks. No right. I mean, like... I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't... I it's can't, also our comfort zone. Yeah, it's, like, it's, I can't mm-hmm. play... Like, I won't be able to play that on a PlayStation controller. Like, I can't play a competitive... The, old, the age-old controller argument. Like, there's some difference. There is. I don't believe it. I can play <laughs> on both. I'm ambidextrous. Sure. Yeah. There's probably so I'm I'm not some skill suffering. Not trying to not trying to belittle you in any way. However, my skill gap at PvP is very different than your skill gap at PvP. What does that mean? So to What's say that gap? to to say that his, there's his not controller a di- matters more than your controller does <laughs> is what he's trying to I say. See. I mean, sure. Oh, yeah, you have the. Uh... It's not even the that elite. He's got grooves in his thumb that have developed over years of these sticks. Of course you know? I could play, like, the raid on a PlayStation controller. That's not what I'm saying. I play fucking this other games This man's resting thumb positions are different than, <laughs> than what mine would be on a PlayStation. It's just There's physiological differences here that have been evolved over Buttons are not... There's years. two fucking buttons up he's, here. He's like, condescending me, isn't he? <laughs> no, it's just, just... These are his reasons. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm just trying to have you understand that it does matter. Are you condescending him? I know. I know it matters. You just told me it didn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. It matters. I've seen you with that controller in your hand. I don't. You're dangerous. I don't know, man. I. You're frightful. Look, I'm glad I don't have to uh, play look, against we're, you. We're, we're all pretty sick people, right? I'll probably end up buying it for two consoles. Yeah. Fuck. I can't commit to that. We're, we're not. We're not asking you to. You know, you you got the controller. That's fine. You got this. You got the sticks. You got the thumbs. We'll see if we will see. I, I mean, when I jumped in with you guys, yeah, it was like we'll call it the middle of Destiny, right? Yeah. I played for a little bit, but then kind of fell off the the whole juggling both characters. That was with us. I, yeah. But you you and I were there for minute one on PlayStation yes. Four. Yeah. What I'm saying is, we know the grind of Destiny. Yeah. And unless they truly fundamentally change how you play the game, how you level up, what your goals are in the game, we're going to really like compartmentalize our weekly actions very quickly True. and know just minimally what we have to do mm-hmm. to stay top tier. So it shouldn't be hard to sprinkle it in on, on two consoles. This now, is true. Look, I'm, we don't know. I'm making a big big assumption right here. You know, But I wouldn't be opposed to, to testing it out. If I feel like I can juggle two consoles... Then I will do it. Just a lot of money in expansions. Shit. Just thinking I'm going forward. Yeah. Mm. I know. I spent $280 on Destiny. Yeah, I don't want to spend uh, 560 on Destiny. You know? Or is that already doubled? Your price? Two, 280 is it's already doubled. both consoles, all of the shit. I just feel, yeah, I, I think I, even if you decide to get it for PlayStation first and that's what you do, that's okay. I think I'm going to have to stick with the Xbox. Uh, I was thinking that, um, you know, I don't really know what to think anymore. Neither do I. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, well, here's the thing. I'm, if if Neo were to say, because I already think if Neo's going to get it, he'll probably do Neo it has, suit. Neo has pleaded no. with us to buy it on Xbox, or sorry, PlayStation. PlayStation. So, but he didn't know that the PC version was going to be announced. 
And he but has, if he but he's going to only want to be able to play with other people. And if he doesn't have a strong player base with his other friends that play PC games, he'd have to be getting it on PlayStation. Got it. Um, I don't think, like, unless they're going to open up and allow you to mod it and do all these other things, like, there's not real any true benefit besides maybe full 4K support and stuff there's, like that. But yeah, like, there's not. They're just they're, they're getting more money from people that right. wouldn't otherwise give them money. Um, so I don't know if he's like, I'm getting it on PlayStation, and then we already know Trip's getting it on PlayStation. You're like, lock. I'm doing PlayStation. Then fucking. I don't know. <laughs> I have a few months to mull this over. I, yeah. I think what, what would end up happening, and this is my true belief, yeah. is that you would adapt to the new controller. Of course I would. And kick the fucking shit out of everybody. <laughs> well, the other thing is, traditionally it's seen that PlayStation um, has a lower overall caliber tier of players and player versus player. So yeah, I might so go over you there and destroy them. Clean house. Right, that's why I was better when I was on the PS4. When I was on the PS4, I felt like a god when I played PvP, yeah. honestly. Like, if you look at my uh, KD, I was looking at my KD for PS4. That's because versus... every every competitive game always started on Xbox. Right. You know? So, yeah. So, I, I, I totally have a worse KD on the, on the Xbox. I'm terrible. I'm butt over there. But, You're but, not butt. No, I'm not. <laughs> All right. So, let's... He's so, like... He's... He's fucking self-deprecating. Yeah. yeah, but then like you give him a bone and he's like so happy again. He's yeah. like a little, little. Oh, no, I guess maybe it's okay a little oh, bit. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving. We'll let's keep see, it man. Moving. Look, we're, we're a crew. We'll figure it um, out. We'll figure it out. You're right. Microsoft is set to reveal Xbox um, Project Scorpio specs this Project week. Scorpio. Um, so Eurogamer just <laughs> tweeted out um, today, actually, um, to clear up speculation. At Digital Foundry, we'll have an exclusive Xbox Scorpio reveal on at Eurogamer this Thursday at 2 p.m. UK time, 6 a.m. Pacific time, which would end up being 9 a.m. Eastern time. So 9 a.m. Eastern this Thursday, we will get specs for Project Scorpio. Now, it is set to have six teraflops of processing power which is compared to the PS4 Pro's 4.2 teraflops. That's a lot of flops. Um, lots and lots of flops. Uh, Microsoft plans to replace its 8 gigs of DDR3 memories, uh, memories, memory, <laughs> with 12 gigs of uh, GDDR5 memory. Ooh. Um, mm. So we will see. Uh, I am very, very interested in um, specs versus cost. Yeah. You know, I'm just... They need to come in under a build for a PC. Like, that's what yes. they need to be hitting. It's truly beneficial to them, yeah. Right. Definitely. So they have to be somewhere in between a low-cost build for a PC and an Xbox One launch price, which was probably, what, $399 or $499 when they first came out? What were the consoles when they first came out? $399? Yeah. yeah because they they're, they're $299 now, right? Yeah. So yeah. they have to come between, what would we say, $400 and, like, 1000 I I wouldn't pay more than like six for a high end console. Six depends on okay. what they're pushing. Sure, and sure. what they say it's going to do for you mm-hmm. as a player. Yeah, here's here's the thing that's that I'm worried about now that we're getting into this like spec war back right. and forth. Do you remember? Let's think back to the PlayStation Two. Um, it just it launched. You had your launch games and it looked pretty great, and your it's amazing because it just came after the PlayStation One. Final Fantasy X came out. It looks amazing. I'm going to use Final Fantasy as, as references here. By the time you got to Final Fantasy XII, right. you're like, 
holy shit, like they're squeezing a lot out of this it's console. Kind of, yeah. And it forced the developers to like like think differently about how they design games sure. and, and really innovate how they create and animate and, and code. Yeah. Um what's the true benefit of this? If we're like if we're not really getting the advantage of each of these consoles and we're just throwing new specs and new numbers, like we're not really gonna I agree with gain you. anything from I agree this. with you. You know, like is the light gonna be lightier? Like what what are you doing? <laughs> sure. I um, get that you can render more things at once and make the world more more viable, but like, I think we're hitting a point where our returns, experience in the game, are diminishing. Sure. No, I think um, there's there's something to be said about good specs, but then I think there's a lot of other variables that, like, for me, I don't know. I've I've considered. I don't know if others have considered. Like, I don't have a 4K monitor, mm-hmm. nor do I plan on buying one. I don't have a VR headset, nor do I plan on buying one right now. Like, all of these things would be great with this new console, but the console itself on a 1080p monitor without all these other peripherals is going to look probably the same as my Xbox One looks, you know? And it's the same thing with, like, buying a PC, like, building a PC. I'm always like, okay, I need this graphics card. Well, no, you fucking don't, because you don't have anything that's going to take advantage of this graphics card. Right, like, right. No, but our brains do that. It's like, right. no, I fucking need this thing. It's like, okay, I'm going to buy a 1070. It's like, fuck, well, if I'm like $100 more, I'm going to 1080. Right, but like, right. But no, you don't need it, because you're not going to have... So it's just like, I agree with you. I think we're, we're getting to a point where the, the companies are thinking, we want to see better and better specs, so that's going to make us buy and buy and buy. And I think for some people, it is going to draw them to do it. Mm-hmm. But what are we really getting out of it? I agree with you. It's yeah. a fair point. What's the old adage? Is it uh, the Phil's Law or Moore's Law or something like if you, buy, if you buy something te- technologically, if you buy something that's more expensive, generally that thing that you bought is going to benefit you in some way. And this is like applies I've to like technology. Never heard of this rule. It's never something from the not Moore's. It's not Moore's. I law. don't know. I thought it was like Phil's law or Moore's law or whatever. But the point is, is uh, I've proof positive that. Remember, uh, my um, my capture card was shitting out. I bought like the regular HD sixty. Bought the HD sixty S. I don't have a fucking problem. Like, I don't know if that was just because I had it. It always acted that way. The right. HD sixty that I bought always would shit out from minute one. Like, it was just constantly doing this. Yeah. I buy the HD60S, and it never shits out on me. I never mm. have that problem anymore. Uh, a little bit more money, a newer version. After a glorious 50 years, Moore's Law, which states that computer power doubles every two years at yeah, the same cost, yeah. is that, running that out is, of That is a good one. Mm-hmm. We'll say, well, this is our article saying that it's no longer relevant. Oh, why? That's interesting. Um, because we can't... So... Have you realized how less and less revolutionary processors are becoming? Like each upgrade to a processor is becoming less and less revolutionary as generations go because we're only able to do so much with the the chipsets that we have. So this is talking about like the number of transistors and the number of things that are being placed on a circuit board. We're only able to get so power efficient because our overall our overarching technology has not evolved we're able to um so we're not utilizing what we've created no we've 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 maximized what we've already been able to accomplish versus doing something completely different in the sense of like a processor like gpus have evolved 
like the new GPU sets are completely different than the way that previous GPU sets worked. Um, but like if you look at when Intel releases their new processors, like so Skylake came out, for example, was one of the newer processors. It barely did anything else differently than the previous generation, except it was a tad bit more efficient from your energy standpoint, and it was maybe a tad bit quicker. And you would realize that the price point for the previous generation and the price point for the new generation was like $10 different in cost. Like you would pay $10 more to get the Skylake versus the previous wow. generation because there's not like we're, we're, we're reaching a point with some type of technology where we need complete and utter um, innovation, innovation and evolution and evolution, yeah. which I don't, you know, like, who knows what Intel's got in their fucking R and D lab somewhere, like some yeah, organic feel, fucking they're, chip. They're, they're but, working on quantum computing. Right. But from a consumer level, I feel that's where we are with uh, lithium ion batteries. They, mm. Like they've gotten to the point where they just need the next. The guy that invented battery. the current lithium-ion battery standard invented another Did standard. It? Yeah, that's not as volatile. I and reading, like, but mm. I mean, not as volatile. I mean, like you could like cut this thing with a knife, and it's not going to like really? explode or blow up or anything, and it's going to be like twice as efficient. Wow! So it's got a couple years of like sure. testing and application. Course, but this guy was like ninety-three. Wow! And, like no, a couple years back, ago. Like, hey, Figured this shit out, so here you go. <laughs> a couple years ago, I was reading that a 17-year-old girl in a science project came up with a battery that could charge in 30 seconds to twice as much as, like, a current lithium-ion battery. Yeah. Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. I wonder what happened to her. She's <laughs> probably she's employed by somebody. Yeah. Fucking R&D somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, we will stay. We'll have our ear to the ground. Uh, maybe we'll... Um, post something on Thursday um, to our Facebook page or to the website or something with Scorpio details that we'll be tweeting. Um, so keep an eye out on that and on Destiny 2. But we have a few more pieces of news that we wanted to get to. How are we doing on time? We have enough time for these Let's three. Let's find out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got 15 minutes. Cool. Until the hour. And you know we don't ever stop. <laughs> of <now>. course. Um, <laughs> so we have uh, Beam.pro. Beam.pro. Beam, beam as in B-E-A-M as beam. in Mary. Beam. Like, the beams from the Dark Tower. Jim Beam. Or Jim, Jim Beam. Beam. Yeah. 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 Great man that man was. Yeah. Um, but we're so, not talking about Jim Beam. No. We're talking about Microsoft's competitor to Twitch.tv. So, you had a chance to pilot that today, didn't you there, uh, Locke? Yeah. So a uh, country boy at work the other day was like, did you hear about Beam? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking hmm. about? I had. When, I, when right. Country Boy was coming well, up to you, had, I had heard well, I didn't hear well, I knew so nothing I knew about that this. I knew that Microsoft... I ramblings from a while ago that Microsoft was com was creating their own Twitch co uh, competition and they bought a company. I knew that had happened, but did not correlate to when he said this to me. So he's like, try it out. So I was off today. I ran some errands in the morning, did some shit. And I was sitting in front of my Xbox and I was like, you know what? I wanted to play like an hour worth of Mass Effect. Let me log in and try this out. So Beam is now integrated into your Xbox One just like Twitch was before, and you can also utilize the... It, it took the place of Twitch. I don't know. I didn't look for Twitch. I'm sure it's still there because mm -hmm. people are still going to use Twitch. I don't think they're that naive to think Beam's going to come out and everyone's going to move off of Twitch and go to Beam. But uh, Beam.pro is their website, just like Twitch.tv. Um, and it's essentially very, very similar to Twitch. Uh, however, the biggest, biggest reason to switch, and we were actually testing this out, um, Peanut and myself on the stream today was there is essentially zero latency to from your stream to the people watching you. Meaning, um, I was having a conversation with Peanut in real time. 
I wasn't saying something, waiting That's, a few minutes to catch up, response, responding, waiting. So and we were benefit, and we yeah. were we were testing it. He was saying he he had me stand still, shoot, and then say shoot as I was as it was happening, and he was saying it was instantaneous. And then he would respond, and I would see it. Um, so that's their big selling point: is that it's zero latency. There's a zero latency beta in Twitch currently be. right now. Yeah, yeah there might be. Um, however, um, this is what this technology is surrounded by. This is their like main staple for why to use Beam. Um, the other thing which uh, I did not get to, to mess around with, but what um, is something else that they're adding is um, virtual controls for your chat. So this needs to be coded into your streams page, but it allows you, and I don't know all of the details, to add a virtual control similar to... Um, a bot. No, similar to Telltale's interactive gameplay. You know how Telltale came out with a decision needs to be made and you can send it out to your friends and your friends oh, can help you yeah, make the yeah. decision? Yeah, yeah. Well, this would be controls that your viewership would be able to do to interact with your stream and oh, make... That's cool. It's kind of like Twitch plays, yeah. kind of like the um, the Telltale Interactive. Yeah. Don't know all of the features, but this is another major... sell. Those are the two major selling points of this. That's, that's is the cool. interactivity of, the, of those controls and then the no latency, which it would need... To be able to do the interactive Yeah, because those Telltale games are timed. You have a little like, visual bar that's, that's right. decreasing, and if you don't answer in that amount of time, it just defaults to like the... When it's a, when it's an A and B decision, does it pick one? How does it do that? I don't, uh, know. I don't know. i got to go back and play Game of Thrones. Uh, I first uh, got introduced to Beam when I was at uh, um, PAX East. Nice. Yeah, when I was there, people were saying, Beam this, Beam that, Beam this. Fucking Beam. And I'm like, what the beam fuck is Beam? And I just started talking to people who were there, and they were like, I think I was talking to Requiem, and I was talking to her, right. and she was up there. She might have mentioned it to me, or somebody else mentioned it, or maybe it was, uh, maybe uh, Neo knew about it and mentioned it to me. I can't remember who was no. telling me. Well, it's definitely good that, that but there was beam shit everywhere. getting on it, you know? Now, yeah, when I was up there, there was beam shit everywhere, but, you know, Twitch dominated this this year. Of course. You know, like of course. They they're, they've the been the only thing. one in the game, and they are... For that reason, the standard, you know, yeah. and they haven't really been um, complacent. Like they've been coming out with new features, uh, redefining themselves in, in new ways. So the company of Twitch feels alive. They feel responsive. They're communicating and developing and improving. So it's going to be real interesting to see how Beam switches that up. Locke, did you see a benefit to the Twitch desktop app? Did you download that? No. I was just no. um, So I'm looking to see if there was anything else that separates Beam from Twitch. And the other thing which I noticed on here, but I wasn't sure how it functions, is you actually earn XP as you're on the website. So uh, Sparks are uh, in-app currency for this for this platform, where you gain um, two Sparks for every minute that you watch or stream. So any minute that I'm streaming or any minute that I'm watching someone stream, I get two pieces of currency. And those currencies allow you to unlock new emotes, um, do um, different overlays, things like that. So That's... you don't buy the currency, but you earn the currency to get more things. It's kind of a different twist on subscribing to someone. If you just watch someone for a length of time, you're able to um, use this currency. That That's incentive. That's a lot of incentive yeah. right there. I'm already um, like, hmm, really? So experience points are a way to show how much you've watched streams. For every five minutes watching a stream, you earn 10 extra XP. 
Um, and you also have levels. So with my one-hour stream today, I reached, like, level six. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, gamifying the streaming. Yeah, so it's weird. Interesting. Um, Smart move. And then this says it, it's going to add more features for you to participate and interact with streams. Um, and it's fully integrated into Xbox One and Windows 10. Um, you can still use OBS XSplit like you would with a regular capture sure. card. Um, instead of it pointing to Twitch through OBS, it would just point to Beam. But um, it's where I'm going to be doing all of my streaming moving forward. I'm not going to be streaming on Twitch anymore. I'm going to be streaming solely on Beam. Um, to see what I can do over there. Um, when I went on there, the largest stream that was being done was someone creating music, which was that monster page, yeah, and had yeah. 150 people watching it. Wow. So, knowing that that was the biggest one, knowing that obviously it's small, this is the ground level, and ma most major Twitch people don't do anything besides Twitch. They just don't, because they don't need to. Like, the person that I watch that I subscribe to that has 20K viewers, like, every time he streams, he does not need to stream on anything else. Meaning, if that saturation, if that top 10% that's pulling the most viewers is only going to be on Twitch, there is absolutely no reason not to use Beam right now just to see how it goes. Sure. Because those top 10% were the ones that were playing, were using Twitch before any of us were using Twitch. And the reason why, like, some people like Summit, popular streamer, 30 plus K viewers or, or uh, Lyric 40 K plus viewers to play a game. He was streaming from the inception of when Justin.tv was yeah. starting to get into games. And when you watch these people, a lot of them, you're like, well, there's why? no reason why there's why absolutely no reason. Like they don't interact. They were early engaging. adopters. Yeah. yeah. They just, they brought the, um, the people and people stuck with them. So like, for example, I was the only one streaming mass effect Andromeda on B. Yeah, you were the, if I was reading the page correctly, you were the number one viewer with like, or player with like four people, sure. or five people watching yeah. or something like that. Which was all of you guys. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and one extra person that randomly found me. So will there be, will there be growing pains where, where may it not pan out? May it be like Zanga? Who the fuck knows? But Man, Google um, Plus. Google Zanga. Plus. But if it's not, if this does catch, this could blow up. You never know. True. Um, so we'll see. I'm, I'm going to keep it going. I think, um, as I learn more about it, you know, I'll definitely talk more about it. I was having some issues as you guys both know, I've reached out on both the Xbox one subreddit, the, uh, beam for community forums, um, as well as submitting a, um, contact me on beam.pro because I was having audio issues as you guys know. Uh, so when I went live, um, I went to my own dashboard similar to Twitch on Safari on my Mac and was getting absolutely no audio. Now, this is before anybody hopped in, so I was just trying to test and I didn't think anything was working. Then you showed up, Felix, and you were like, no audio. And then Trip, you stopped in and you were like, no audio. And then Peanut came in, um, Crazy like Peanut, if you remember him, <laughs> and he was like, you sound great. I was like, oh, I do? All right. So then we found out that he was using Google Chrome. So I quit Safari, opened up Google Chrome, and I could hear myself. And what was really bizarre is if you've ever streamed before, usually you say something and then wait and you'll then hear your voice and that's how you know it's working. Like Peanut was hearing my echo because it was coming through my speaker in almost real time as I was saying that's it. That's so weird. That's crazy. Um, so I actually had to mute my computer after a second because it was then giving a feedback loop because yeah, it was yeah. happening instantaneously, which is crazy because it's not the way that Twitch works. Um, 
And then on the Beam app for iPhone, you weren't getting any audio Felix trip or you weren't getting any. Peanut was not either and neither was I on my iPhone app. So I don't know since this is version 1.0 of Beam if it's just bugs and glitches. But for right now, the only audio that I could say was working was through uh, Google Chrome, both on a PC and a Mac. Um, I don't know if this is not intended because there wouldn't be a Beam app for iOS if it wasn't Google, supposed to Google work. Google Chrome is how I test my Twitch stream, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I don't so know. If I'm already there. But you guys also went to other pages and it was working. Yep. So I, I just don't know if it's just the hiccups it's, of the streaming service. Um, on the top of my head, I can't think of any reason why it's working for some people, not working for me, but other streamers are working for me. I don't know. Yeah, make any sense. it's bizarre. So I posted on the forums... Um, Peanut was saying that he saw the co-developer or the co, not co-develop, yeah, co-developer, co-lead developer of um, of Beam, which I just read an article posted by him. He's actively on the subreddit for Xbox One. Sure, getting people, uh, getting people feedback. Ideas, so I'm feedback, hoping yeah. he sees it and either addresses it, um, takes the feedback and runs with it, or tells me why it could be happening. Because no settings from what I could see would be causing it. Um, there was nothing crazy that would make it so. Um, But some other cool features really quickly just to talk about what's in the Xbox One app. Of course, there's still the Xbox Connect integration for webcam, which I don't have one. I'm hoping third-party support comes soon. Uh, um, Party audio is automatically integrated. So if you were in my Xbox One party, your voice would be broadcasted automatically if the audio was working. That's a real nice feature, just to roll it in and just have no, no pain, no questions. The other really, really cool thing, since it's zero latency, is it has, um, if you've ever seen some of the plugins you can add to OBS um, is the chat that shows up on your screen, Mm -hmm. but it only shows up for you. It's not broadcasted, so your stream doesn't need to see its own feed on your overlay, but it's also instantaneous. That is very cool. Because, so I don't actually need to have my page open because all of it's feeding in real time. And it's only showing up on my page, meaning you're still getting the nice overlay without that. Sure. Um, And that gives me um, the amount of time I've been streaming, the amount of viewers I have, and then my chat. And I can move it to any space. There's um, obviously three boxes for the vertical and three boxes for the horizontal with the picture in the center not being Mm -hmm. something that you can do. Um, But it's not viewable by anyone else besides yourself. And I tested that with Peanut. I said, can you you see this? uh, You're talking about how to uh, create an overlay. Is that what you're talking about? Well, it's the overlay that can be created directly in the Xbox One app. In the Xbox One. Yeah, it has nothing to do with OBS. No, no, I know. know. Um, I'm sure you can still do all the same things. When I went into the Beam uh, interface in my Xbox, I was curious if there was overlay capability. Yeah, I I don't know what it would look like with the Kinect because I don't have one to test the webcam support. Yeah. Um, But I did see a lot of talks on forums um, and support pages within the past two months about about Microsoft working on third-party webcam support. Which would make sense because if it's supposed to be a Windows 10 machine, there's no yeah. reason that the drivers for a Logitech webcam shouldn't work on your Xbox right. One. 100%. If it's a, technically the same operating system, so we'll see. Tomorrow, I'm going to attempt. I'm going to install this thing called uh, Restream, cool. and I'm going to attempt to stream uh, from OBS simultaneously, both Twitch and both. Beam. Cool. Yeah. And because uh, I just set up an account today to nice. watch you. Nice. Um, I couldn't figure out where to personalize the account. Right? So here's the thing. Settings. Here's the well. It's, it shows you it's if you it's in the Pro. yeah beam.pro slash your name your right. username so just it like it would be on here. Twitch yeah. and it should be in the top right hand corner. However, note this: I created one lock underscore key. 
However, you can't sign in with that on your Xbox if you're directly going through it because it uses your Microsoft account. So I have a lock underscore key account and I have my EG underscore lock, which is my gamer tag. So anytime I'm streaming, unless I do it through OBS, I'm EG underscore lock. Beam.pro forward slash yeah, EG underscore lock because it's linked yeah, to the yeah. Microsoft account. And then I before I even started streaming, I was like, all right, let me get lock underscore key because like fucking no one's done sure. this yet, so let me right, get right, it. Right. Um, and I was able to and it worked. But then when I tried to sign in on that on the Xbox, you can't. You have to use yeah. your gamer tag. Yeah, um, I, fi- I, figured, I figured it did that. So I didn't. When I was envisioning what I was going to do with this, seeing you having su- relative success with it, sure, uh, I said to myself, "I think I'm just going to shit can the X streaming from the X." Oh, sure. Box. I mean, well, I started thinking in my head: Is there any true benefit? Like, is there going to be some kind of like metric benefit or something no. along those lines to putting yourself out there through the, their console? No, the benefit of the benefit of doing it directly through that is you literally need nothing. Like no, I, I was I was talking you know in terms I mean? like, of currency, maybe. No, but what I'm saying is, is for you, maybe there's no benefit, but there is a benefit to console because I don't need to do anything. I tap my guide button oh. and hit start, and I'm now and streaming. It's there, yeah, the ease of use, thing. right? Yeah. Like there's not there's not a reason for me to. Now... I never want to make it easy for myself. Are you kidding? Me? <laughs> right? Like, fuck that. No, you. No, <laughs> like, never. There's there's no reason for me to use my capture card right now and stress my already fucking five year old laptop. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like there's because I could just hit the guide, but. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to see where this goes. So, yeah, me too, man. Um, Beam, B-E-A-M, M as in motherfucker, dot pro, slash E-G, as an emerging gamer, underscore lock. Is Jim Beam dot pro. Jim Beam dot pro. <laughs> uh, so let's just hit, we have, um, really quickly, just Ninten- some Nintendo Switch news. We can see now that um, there's been a lot of talks on line about the Nintendo Switch's bending in docked mode. There's been some pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, what it looks like is the heat that is dissipating from it being in docked mode, or just the heat in general, is now warping the material of the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I'm, I'm interest, interested in what is going to happen with this, because the design of the, of the Nintendo Switch, it has a fan and vents at the top of the console. Right. That's outside of your cradle. Right. So you would think that it's still directing the air properly out out. and out i don't know where the intakes are i've got to look at my console again just to Mm. see where that is um maybe the intakes are being blocked by the cradle the way it's sitting in there i feel Um, like that would have been something that they would have i feel like they've had really terrible design (laughs) qa for this like there's like the 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 sync issues with like the left joy con no 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 yeah like and nintendo says it's a small amount of course they do every single person including myself that i know that has one of these the left joy con if it's a certain distance away from your console, if you're playing in the grip and you're away from your TV, like I'll be playing Zelda and Link will just like keep running after I just let the stick go back to the middle just mm. for like a second longer. The buttons won't always respond over on that side. Wow. They're fixing it, apparently. Somebody did a tear apart after they shipped their controller and got it back. They're putting a little bit of like shielding tape over one area hmm. of the controller. They're not changing anything else. They're adding right. this little piece there. Um and then new ones bought on Amazon after a certain date don't have the issue, but also don't have the added tape. So they've they've probably huh. changed something about the board. Yeah. But there's definitely like an interference thing, and mm. that that's for sure going on with yeah. everybody's. And I've, there's this with the heat, and you yeah. clearly see this thing bent in pictures. Yeah. So I'm, I want to see more to know if it's a one-off with this person or if people right. are all coming in saying, hey, 
this shit's happening. Yeah. It just seems like like proper heat flow is like phase one of a design of something. Yeah. Um, like let's make sure the air works. And also like the, the dock scratching screens in certain I didn't situations. See that yeah. Yeah, the little guides that hold it in place can sometimes add little Ugh. little vertical lines. I put um, fucking mess. the soft side of Velcro on the inside of mine. Did you? You have the, the pre sticky things you can yeah. buy from like uh, Michaels or something. Right, right. Just stuck on the inside just to like make it let gentle it be safe when it goes through. The, yeah. Uh shit ton of uh, sorry, side note. Shit ton of new, new, sorry. Hey. <laughs> You're already there. He hasn't fucking listened to a word he just said. No, no, no. What were we just talking about? social media. What were we just talking about? We were talking about the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, what about it? The bendy Nintendo Switch. Yeah, what was the last thing he just said? Something about it bends. For sure not. I was talking about Velcro that I added to the inside of my dog. What do you got for your fucking side note? Oh, no, no, no. I just realized there's a shit ton of new titles and backward compatible... Ability, Xbox. You really weren't paying a goddamn <laughs> bit of attention to anything we were talking about. You're scrolling through other I, news stories. Let's find that's, something, let's that's something his, else to fucking talk that's about his here. Side note: let's Fucking Nintendo switch my ass. And what else can I, can I add in? <laughs> I need to get one. I just so I'm in the why. Loop. I don't have one, and I'm fucking listening. I was just being rude. I, I apologize. <laughs> you said side note. Xbox One has <laughs> new backwards compatibility. Side note. Time. Oh, wait. Sorry. No, Side just, note. Not what we're talking about. There's a shit ton of new games on Xbox One. Sorry. Listeners, you can go and find out that there are new games on Xbox One that are backwards compatible. Oh, right. I'm sorry. It's sorry. okay. I mean, it's just so it bends. We Maybe. <laughs> Don't bend it. Hey, what we're talking about wait, is that... Wait, wait, let, let them listen to the episode to find out yeah. what we're talking about. You know about. what? I'm not even going to fucking tell you what we're talking about. <laughs> All right, fine. All right. Lastly, because I don't want to run too long, I wanted you to talk a yeah. little bit about uh, yeah. Persona 5 has come we'll out today. To this. Persona 5 this. is out today. You, don't, you can listen now. You don't have to listen later if no. you actively engage what you say. No, no. I, I okay. want to know oh, about right. Persona about this, 5. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, Persona 5 is out today. Okay. You can buy the game. It's been released. Um, all I've done so far is look at the title screen, which is very stylish and gorgeous. Mm. I popped it in before I came over to see if okay. I had to install anything. I what, do you, what do you have it for? Which was cool. PS4. Okay. Um, I thought it was exclusive. I, I don't know. I don't, no, I don't play no, there's, Persona. There's, no, I'm Persona? pretty sure it's on Xbox One. Really? I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't it's, not, it it's not like a... a, a I, haven't seen any, I haven't seen any... Um, IP. Maybe it is. Fuck, I don't know. Anyway, find out. No, there's... Never mind. I'm not going down this rabbit hole. Don't. Um, so Persona 5 comes out. The big story about this today, though is that Atlas has made a statement essentially saying, we want to control how you stream this game. It's not released game. on the Xbox. Mm. Thank you, Felix. Yeah. Um, we want to control how you stream this game is like this, the, the distillation of what they posted, right? They put this long thing on their website and our blog saying, hey, we, we're so excited that you guys are getting this game now, like in America. Right. Um, we want you to experience this. Be sure to do this if you go down this road. It's a little tip for you. You'll know, do a lot better. Um, also, but let's talk about streaming now, for real. Don't fucking stream this game past a certain date, or else we're going to come after you and close your account. That's your essentially what account. they said. No. No, like your Twitch account, your YouTube account. Like, they'll file content ID claims against you no. for for posting this, this information. Now, they, their guidelines, right? Like, they, they list in this blog post, yeah. like, for video content rules... Or for streaming rules, like mm-hmm. as if you were applying for a press pass and somebody saying, here's what you can do with this. Right. And this is meant for like a general consumer. Sure. And they don't want you to go past uh, July 7th in-game. This is an in-game date. The game takes place in a year, like a calendar year, and you start in April. 
So they don't want you to go past like essentially a third of the of the story. I understand what they're trying to protect. Not agreeing with them. Sure. I'm going to start with what I understand. Sure, sure, sure. I understand them wanting to protect their IP and have everybody to be able to experience it without it being ruined. Yes. However, we live in the digital age where many things have been or might not have been spoiled for us in the past. And if you're not a fucking moron, you can get through this without it being spoiled for you. So I don't understand why this is a rule that they're trying to implement because if I don't Google... Persona 5. You, you don't find out anything about it. I don't it. find out anything about it. And if I don't click on the article that says Persona 5, I don't read anything if about you it. don't go to Twitch or to Beam and watch somebody play it, you won't see gameplay. And then you can buy the game on your own and experience it on your own. Yeah. It's like you're, you're an adult and can make choices, which sure. is crazy. Well, yeah. I mean... Well... Right. Crazy. You're a part of the, the community of the game. And would you say that in the meta conversations and forums and things like that online, that the fan base for the game are emotional? Like, get caught up? They might be appealing to their fan base. Like, they know full well that their fans... Like, I know. I I understand the whole concept of don't go and don't look at something, but they understand that their fans are sensitive people who, like, might and... Like overstep bounds. And Are you a sensitive person? Sure. I, I feel like I am, but I don't, feel I don't know like anything about that game. Do I don't know anything like, about the game. I don't. I just you're, don't you're know. You're just you're... wondering if the, you're wondering if they're doing right by their player base yeah. is what you're trying That's to what ask. I'm yeah. Yeah. He's, wonder, I, he's I, wondering if like this is something I, that the player base of this game has always wanted because something has happened in the past where a game has been spoiled. As far as I know, no. Yeah. You so know, there's, the, no, there's the no, only, no precedence. The only thing that this player base is ruining experience. It's just it's like a very hardcore dungeon crawler RPG fan base, right? So people like those games, they play this game. Now, right? correct me if I'm wrong, this game has been out in Japan? Yeah, so, it was out in Japan since, since September. Right, so if I wanted to know what the fuck happened in July, I could just fucking Google it right now. Yeah. And someone in Japanese would tell me, and I'd yeah. Google fucking translate Probably it. somebody who's Japanese yeah. in English would yeah. tell you. Probably. <laughs> yeah. This uh, this was going all over over Twitter when it first came so out. So what have some news. of the reactions been? Oh, it's, it's all negative. It's like, of course. like, what the fuck are you talking about? I retweeted uh, this guy named Josh Shaw. Uh, he says, nobody spoiled that game that came out six months ago in Japan. Right. You know, it just like, it's the same Doesn't the same fucking thing. make sense. Um, yeah, like, uh, Janie Cat was all over it. She was the one that shared it with me originally. Mm. Uh, people are saying, like, well, what if you don't have a PlayStation 4 and you want to experience this game? Sure. What if you don't have the money to buy it, but you, you want to like this sure. IP and you want to know what's happening? Yeah. Twitch is a great way to, to experience that. Yeah. You know? Mm. Um, I think... Atlas just wants to sell more copies of the game and to, to kind of force you down that, that path. Now, shitty people aren't going to stop doing this. No. So it's going to just be interesting to see what steps are oh, actually curious. taken. Because you, you know, know there's some big dick internet person Let's... that's like, July 7th's tomorrow in game. Yeah. I'm not turning off my like, like right, stream's right, right. going to be called July 7th. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's going to be called, be called yeah. July 8th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> July 8th. Yeah. 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 As of right now, um, Persona 5. 3,000 people in one stream, 1,800, uh, 793, 596. Yeah, no one is not not doing this. Yeah. No, No, I mean, whoever the top streamer is is not, like... Here's the thing, though. Since it's not a game that I would say that would rival, like, 
a League of Legends or any like big like no, six. The, the, the problem with that though is is that if one person is the popular streamer for this, that person could be targeted. Oh, they're going to bear the brunt of whatever Atlas right. decides to do. Exactly. Definitely. So if that fourteen hundred viewership stream. It's very easy to target one person versus, like, if you go and click on Overwatch, you have 20 streams all with 5K plus viewership. You're now targeting 20 individual streamers versus one individual yeah, streamer. Yeah, the, right, the, the right. whole Napster mentality. Yeah. That's how they dealt with, dealt yeah. with Napster when people were virally stealing music. Exactly. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm, ex- I'm curious to see how this pans out. How do we know, or from your estimate, how long it would take to get from April, you said April is when the game starts. Game usually starts in April. Yeah, you're like a new student, like in school. So how long does that? I know it depends on the player, but yeah, roughly, you can do a lot. In, uh, in, is that like in the day. six hours into gameplay? Is that twelve hours no, into no, gameplay? God, maybe like, um, I think they're saying roughly a hundred hours will get you through the story, and the game has multiple like replays and stuff like Jesus that. Um, if it's anything like Persona Four was, you do certain actions in the day, and then if you decide to do the next thing, it'll it'll move that, that day forward more, right? Mm-hmm. Like, on a weekend, you have, like, a morning and an afternoon and, like, an evening, like, right. activity. On a school day, you go to school and do your thing, but then, like, after school, you can hang out with friends and night has, like, a thing that happens hmm. and the next day happens. So it, there's really no time limit. You can spend as much time in these sections until you say, like, I'm going home. Like, when you go home, that's like when, when you go to room, that's continues. when the next thing switches Got over. It. So really, it's totally up to you to explore... In as much, there isn't like a sun that moves in the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say conservatively, 20 hours might get you to July. Okay. If you really like, we're trying. Time, yeah. I don't understand this game. What I, I'm, what, here's my next question. Crawl. Yeah, well, before, before we wrapped, I was very curious of two things. Yeah, yeah. One, because you've explained Persona to me before, and I'm now even more intrigued. Yeah. Two, do I need to play previous personas to play this game? No. Is it like Final Fantasy six to seven? Yeah, well, there they do take place in the same worlds, and there are there are links between them. But I've only ever played four. I know there was a um, a moment in four where they went to the high school that three took place in, and people are, are massive fans of three. Uh, Sleeping Flower has three as her favorite persona game, mm. but I've only played four. I had a great time. I had a great experience with yeah. it. Um, Obviously, like, I'm, I'm learning Japanese. I'm immersing myself in that culture. I think the draw for me is that, like, it's a very authentic Japanese experience, right? right. Like, you're, you're living, you're going to school, you're in this, this town. Um, the other games have been fictional towns, kind of, like, in the countryside a little bit. This takes place in Tokyo. Mm. So it's, like, a, like a pretty, pretty Person- replica. Personified. Per- per- yeah, Personified is in Tokyo. It's, very, it's a very stylistic game. The music is incredible. Okay. Like, it's, it's so fun to watch and to listen and to experience this game the menus in, the, in this game are the most fun menus i've ever like clicked around in it's weird it's like a weird stylistic kind of uh, aspect that it so has. but it's not like a high school simulator or it is like where does the dungeon let, crawler right. come into yeah, yeah, play yeah. i was gonna say instead of let me like trying to pigeonhole it, let me tell you how four played out sure right you move to this town you're, you're going to school you're making friends uh then like this fog rolls in one night right and someone ends up dead the next day, but not before, like, you saw them on your TV. Like, your TV was off, and the TV in your room, like, turned on, and you saw them, like, mm. acting all, like, fucking weird and shit, and then, like, the next day they died. Okay. Then you see a friend on the TV, like, a couple weeks later, and and I'm not going to ruin if people want to play 4, but you end up inside this TV, this, like, alternate version of, like, your okay. town, and then you, you find them, and you rescue them, and, and the, the themes of the game deal with 
uh, your different aspects of yourself. That's why sure. it's called Persona. So people Got have it. to like battle their their inner demons and yeah. like, what comes out and stuff like that. Um, so is it a tr- like the game mechanics of the the when you're the in fighting the, itself when you're in that like TV world in four you were dungeon crawling you were and it's a, like actual turn based turn based RPG yeah right Elemental, like your traditional go through everyone has you input a command and the enemies got have turns and, okay yeah, yeah, very, um, yeah just old school back and forth JRPG I may, I may do it it's so it it's a like crazy it's experience yeah um, it sounds it sounds like it's uh, my thing I don't have time for it it sounds like it's my thing. Yeah, you, you spent a lot of time doing the turn-based. Yeah, I mean, that's all I played for a number of years was mm-hmm. turn-based game. I mean, my favorite... Well, I mean, that's a separate game, but Final yeah. Fantasy Tactics is, like, one of my favorite games, and that's yeah. fucking, like, chess. Yeah. I, the, wouldn't, um, I wouldn't like it. The, no, you'd, you'd, you Tactics? Oh, no, 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 no. This Oh, game. this game. No, you wouldn't like no. this game. Uh, the dungeons in the previous games have all been procedurally generated. You're just mm-hmm. essentially running through random corridors with okay. rooms, and you're just trying to find the stairs to the next level, and then when you get to a certain level, you fight the boss. Right. Um, now, apparently, these areas you go into, when you get to a dungeon portion, they're, like, they're designed and crafted, and, and now, mm. like, there are puzzles you have to solve, and okay. so that's a, a nice change-up and a nice draw that I'm excited to experience. Yeah, I think I might might be one of those games that I eventually pick up. I mean, I'm trying to think of what's coming out in the future. Like, Mass Effect probably only has, like, another um, few weeks of gameplay left for me, so mm-hmm. after that, like... There's nothing on the horizon. Well, unless I played Horizon, I was going to say there's yeah, nothing on the, I was gonna say, on the horizon. I, I, unless I play that, but well, you can borrow that tonight. If you want. I'll borrow it when I. I don't want to see it. It's too tempting. I can't yeah. start another massive game. I need Platinum, to, that bitch. Yeah. I so I, that might be something that I pick up to kill some yeah, time, I mean, especially it's, if it's a hundred hour plus. Yeah. Investment. I would say you know? that like I just let you like use my copy, but I honestly don't know when I would oh, be ever course. getting through no. it. But like, no, it's fine. I mean, if you don't get around to it, I will. I'll just I'll, I'll let you mind. But yeah, like, it's sure. a, it would definitely be a fun, different. Experience. Yeah, it would be completely different than something yeah. that I've played for a long time. You know, I haven't it's played like, like a traditional JRPG since I think um, shit, Blue Dragon for Xbox. Yeah, was JRPG before and that. This is like this gets grindy. Like, yeah, this is, I'm if sure. You're just in the mood to just like. Sit I mean, there I know, and... I know. Um, what is, I don't even know what his fucking name is on this show. Who Z? I think it was just Z. Z. Was it just Z? Yeah. I know Z is looking forward to Persona, like, very, That's very been his jam for yeah. a long time, yeah. Because um, he's into that super grindy fucking mm-hmm. Japanese RPG, yeah. so I'm sure yeah, if I have any like, questions, too, it'll be good to I'm talk about I'm assuming they're it. keeping this mechanic, but there's almost, like, a Pokemon element to it a little bit, because mm-hmm. these Persona things that you collect, um, not that, that you fight, you end up collecting, and then you can equip them on yourself to change your, like battle style mm. and you're like and your loadouts of what your your magic abilities is it are like, so like is it like dress spheres from 10-2 Final Fantasy 10-2 kind of you don't change your appearance but like sure. it, it does summon a different thing that allows you to fight to a attack. different way yeah you literally see like like this demon or this thing that attacks mm. for you when you attack or when you use your magic or your skills gotcha so if you're, you're going up against like uh, an elemental boss maybe you're using like a more physically attacked sure you would switch to something spec else out. you can switch mid-battle too you can just nice. swap out your uh, your main character yeah I'm going to definitely play this game this game is going to be played <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty transparent aren't I you guys are like influencers or something like you can read me really well I feel like I can I'm referencing back to you saying like you'd hate this like I probably would right no, yes. There's no, there's no probably. No, no. But what I'm trying to get to the bottom of <laughs> is it because I'm a very transparent person about how I feel about things. Like I'm very verbal about things I like and dislike. That you guys are able to make so, that decision. So I'm going to put it to you this way. Go. 
We have recorded this podcast for 120 for, fucking episodes. For the betterment of 120 episodes, right? Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. I haven't been here for a few weeks, so maybe let's round down 110 episodes we have been recording. So right. for at least two to three hours. So I'm a not week, I know secrets. I know your video game habits. Mm-hmm. I know your video game habits, right? Like, yeah, I know what true. you like. I know what you don't like. I know. Yeah, I know what you like. These are these are also things that we can infer from the habits that we don't even talk about that we just see. Like all oh. of the hours you've poured into Fallout 4 because yeah. you just love it so much. That's not a bad thing. Can I just like, say one there's random nothing thing that about happened the persona that would draw you in like that draws you in. Sure. You guys might not care, but a Fallout fan might. Sure. So this is what we're ending our, our episode on. So yeah, it's, it's it. almost it's gonna be a second. Almost made it. It's gonna be a second. Almost made it. God damn it. One. So I was bringing back a haul of, of crap that I had picked up when I was roaming around the fallout. The wasteland. Uh, wasteland. Yeah. Boston. And I, Boston. I was in the Commonwealth. Hey, when I went up to pack. God, it, why the fuck would you sidetrack him? I'm sorry. I just want to say Boston. I didn't, really, I, didn't, I didn't think that would have sidetracked him. When I, was, I went up to yeah, yeah, PAX Boston. East, I was driving around in a cab, and, and, and I was like, I didn't come here for PAX East. I came here to visit the Commonwealth. <laughs> and the, the guy didn't get it. No. <laughs> no, the point I'm getting at is you were hauling a bunch. I was of shit hauling back. a bunch of shit back, and I came back to literally a laser light show. There were like 40 robots attacking my one base, and it was like laser light show. Right. I had to look pretty cool. I had to hide in a garage to survive. <laughs> it was so crazy, and that's because of this immersion uh, gameplay mod. Because mm. uh, it was just like it, I yeah. love. I love how serious he got when he had to plug that mod. He's giggling and smiling, and then his face goes You're right. completely it's straight. Just immersion. You can't even do it. Immersion gameplay mod. Really, like, like that's what, that's what the I, ad for our podcast. I was thinking to myself, what would I do in real life? I would hide in a garage. Well, I was playing with the immersion, immersion <laughs> gameplay, and I hid in the garage. And, and oh, I, I give up. Um, There's nothing to give up. I'm just commenting so everybody can understand what it's like to sit in the room you, with you. Felix, you, what? you you own this to a certain extent, but you got to own it more. You're a character. You're not real i don't know how we're recording the show with you but like, yeah, you, i'm pretty you exist, sure you exist on paper or somewhere i don't know i'm i'm convinced that soon like the truman show is gonna happen yeah. and we're all a part of something Ed, bigger Ed TV. Is, or we wake up like There's in a hospital one? and it's like yeah where's felix because i felix i quite frankly real. i quite frankly feel like i live my life in before felix time and after felix time no, for sure nice yeah. you know which would mean that, like, BFA. my 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 before Felix Hergood is just the memories that have been implanted in the after Felix version of me. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've lived a real life. Right, but I'm right. really just a character yeah. awesome. in the TV show of you. Um, cool. Is that where we're ending the show? <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah. man. The sure. the analysis of your existence. I didn't mean to do derail us. Uh, no, I mean you did you it three times. You, you did it three you, times. You never episode. you okay. never do, and it's okay. You wanted to, you wanted to some reason shoehorn. <laughs> what, what, what? what? What did I do? You shoehorned a story. I don't know even what the story was. You ran into robots. I think was the summary of the story. Yeah, but but you, you shoehorned that into the persona conversation, and then you shoehorned backwards <laughs> compatibility into the Nintendo Switch conversation. I derailed us. Yeah, what were you? What were you talking about? It was fucking. He said. He said. Uh, side note. <laughs> completely, it's, it's, it's the I, side note, and then it's the apology immediately. <laughs> I'm, I'm 
were we, I'm sorry, we were, we're talking about this. I just want to throw this out real quick. A different company is doing something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck what you guys were just having a conversation about. I wasn't paying attention. Side I apologize. Note. Yes, so go back I'm and sorry. listen to it. No, all right. It's God. all good. This is Lock and Key signing off for episode 120. You can find me on Twitter at Lock underscore Key. Just follow me on there because anything that I'm doing you'll see on Twitter. But... Please, uh, if you could, it would mean the world to me. Drop me a follow on Beam. Mm. Create an account. Drop me a follow. This is something that I'm really trying to pursue in, in form of a partnership um, with Beam. So it's Beam um, dot Pro forward slash eg underscore lock and lock is l o c k e. Give me a follow there, and I will see you live. This is Trip Zero. You guys uh, can find me on my Twitter and on my Twitch. It's Trip underscore Zero. I did make a Beam account today, too. Nice. Trip underscore Zero. Same thing there. Um, I've got to see if I can get anything started over there, because you're right. It would probably be a smart way to, to, to jump in. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll do the simulcast thing. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, but I've been playing Zelda on the stream, um, but I did just get Persona 5 delivered today, so I don't know how, how I'm going to be balancing anything in my life. But, you know, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on the... Uh, on the Twitch, I'll be posting updates there, and uh, you can see what I'm doing. Felix? Yeah, this is uh, Felix Hergood, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Felix Hergood. Uh, I don't know if I'll still be uh, streaming, but tomorrow I'm going to attempt to stream uh, to Beam and to Twitch. So please follow me on Beam uh, and follow me on Twitch if you haven't done that already. Um and then by Friday, when this episode releases, we'll see if I'm still doing that. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be an attempt. If my computer can't handle both of them at once, then hey, you'll we'll we'll be able to. It's a learning experience. Yeah. All right, everybody. Yep. Thanks a lot. Later. The following trailer is rated H for honest. <laughs> Once you've experienced the massive sci-fi opera known as the Mass Effect Trilogy, get ready to return to the series with a fresh entry that feels less like a full sequel and more like straight-to-DVD. Mass Effect Andromeda. Starring Nepotism, Tumblr Hair, Blueberry Shrek, Nick's Assassin, Krogan Mr. Rogers, Kinda Just Looks Like a Dom, Leest Interesting, Dad Accent, Actually trying. And that's just Camille Nanjiani. Ass Effect. Blandromeda.